Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Luke chapter 8. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell among the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than what was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others I speak in parables, so that, though seeing, they may not see, though hearing, they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, But they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering produce a crop. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be made known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have will be taken from them. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to see you. He replied, My mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. One day Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm immediately subsided, and all was calm. 
Where's your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. Now, for a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived among the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demons into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them his permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake, and it was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were all afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all of the people of that region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged him to go with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town what Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a synagogue leader, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind Jesus and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone has touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is now dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid, just believe, and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were wailing and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She is not dead, but only asleep. 
They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Now, women were very important in the ministry of Jesus. It was unusual to have a rabbi in the first century have female disciples, but Jesus did. And so some of the women that had been cured of diseases and had demons cast out of them were following Jesus and were moving along with his entourage from one town and village to another. And so in this chapter, in verse 2, it mentions Mary from Magdala, which was a town, Mary Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out, and mentions Joanna, who was the wife of the manager of Herod's household, so a very wealthy woman in all probability, and uh, Susanna, and many others. And it says these women were helping to support the ministry of Jesus out of their own finances. So they were accepted as part of the um, disciples of Christ, and importantly, they're mentioned by name and the fact that they helped support the ministry out of their own pockets. And uh, it's very unusual, but Jesus came for male and female, Jew and Greek, Gentiles, and um, uh, every tribe, tongue, and nation. The, the gospel's for everyone, and Jesus proved that in the days of his flesh. He gave the parable of the sower and the seed in this chapter, and I'll just read it again real quickly. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and it was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. Some of the seed fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked out the plants. And still another group of seeds fell on good soil. Those seeds came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than what was sown. And so we're told, uh, he gives the explanation, the seed is the Word of God, which you're hearing today, friends. And so each of us are one of these categories. One category is the hard pathway. The other is the rocky ground. The other is the uh, the thorny area. And then the fourth one is good soil. And so for the hard pathway, people hear the gospel, they hear the word of God, but the devil comes and quickly snatches it away to keep them from experiencing the word of God and uh, experiencing salvation. And then there's a group that are called uh, those on rocky ground that the, the word of God comes to, but whenever they get harassed by the enemy, they fall away. They don't have any roots. Their faith is only temporary. So I pray that you're not either of those. And then the third group is the seed, the word of God goes among the thorns. And this represents hearers who hear the Word of God, but their growth is quickly choked off by anxious cares and the riches of the world and the pleasures of this life. In other words, they'll never become mature believers in Christ. But then there's a fourth group, and I pray that the majority of those listening to me today are these that are referred to as good soil. If this is you, you're a lover of truth. You hear the Word of God daily, and it goes deep into your heart. You respond by clinging to the Word of God and keeping it dear to yourself. And uh, this is the type of seed and the soil that will bear much fruit in dear season. So I just pray that you are indeed that good soil. So Lord, I'm casting the seed of your Word today. God's Word, the seed is going out today. 
and every day. And Lord, I pray that that seed would find good soil in the hearts of the listeners. May they respond by clinging to the Word of God. May they keep it dear and endure all the trials of their faith. May this seed one day bear much fruit in their lives, bringing forth a hundred times what I sowed into them and what you have expressed to them through your Word this day. Lord, I pray for them and I pray for myself. Help us, Lord, to prepare the soil of our heart to receive revelation and inspiration from your word day by day. May your light of your word come into each of our lives in a new and fresh word today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.